Hi, I'm Hannah Lynn, and welcome to the Not Just for Moms podcast. I'm sharing from a place of brokenness, so you can know just how actually normal you are. I'm a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, and friend, and I do not have it all figured out. I'm actually kind of a mess. And while we're all called to share our mess, we're also called to link our arms together. This is what I have felt called to do. So with setting fear aside, I'm saying yes, and I'm sharing this with you. Hey, y'all. Oh my goodness. Week two of the new year. It's crazy. I cannot believe we are already, it will be the 11th when this comes out, and it's just insane. Um, One thing that I kind of want to say before starting this is actually kind of what inspired this specific podcast is a year ago on January 11th, I thought it was supposed to be one of the best days in our lives. And it turned into the most devastating day of my entire life thus far. Um, At 25 years old at the time, um, this is when we stepped into the courtroom and found out before, just before when we were outside of the courthouse, um, that Joanna was not going to become our baby that day, um, legally by paper. And... Those emotions and that trauma from that day um, being relived one year later, and that's just really what kind of inspired this, um, talking about just the mountain and climbing up the mountain and that journey and the victory behind all of that. And so that is what this is going to be all about, is just how the Lord is the victorious one when climbing the mountain and how he, through getting closer with him, overcomes the mountain and the hills and all of those things. So my question to you today is, do you truly believe that the Lord today is making a way for you and destroying your mountain? But do you really believe that? Whatever mountain you're climbing, or maybe it's a really rigid mountain. That's the kind of mountain I feel like I'm on in this journey, um, in this season right now, is this very rigid mountain. Because I feel like I need him to defeat all these little small things while continuing to climb straight up a mountain too. And I have yet to determine what this giant mountain I'm climbing is. But all I know is I'm definitely climbing one. I haven't identified that yet in my life, but all these little small battles, but I was stumped by this question. Do I really believe today, like right now, do I really believe that he's truly making a way and destroying my mountain? I know he is. I know the truth in the word. I know he is, but do I believe that? Is that you? I know. I know. I got heavy really quick. (laughs) I didn't even like fluff any of this in the beginning. This is truly just the reality of what this week a year ago held for me. 
um, and even the next few months after. I actually entered a really dark season after that. Um, and But it's really cool because I entered this really dark season for a good two months. And then the Lord started putting people in my life to bring his light. Like literally the most random things happened. So anyways, but first, the reason I got heavy really quickly is because these things affect our walk with the Lord. If you think that I dug deep into my faith as soon as that happened to us last January, you're wrong. What happened was I had an awesome friend that I've talked about, Rhett, who told me that I need to get my big girl pants on. And she said, now it's time to fight. In this sense of, she was talking about spiritual warfare. And she was talking about fighting the enemy. She was not talking about anything that actually took place in the courthouse. She wasn't talking about that. She was literally talking about me fighting for my faith. And that's what we're talking about in your life too. Climbing this mountain and allowing God to fight your battles. And you just sell out your faith to him. Our lives are so important, and sometimes we don't invest our time in the things that we need to, such as these little mountains, or just focusing on Jesus instead of these little mountains, I should say. Instead, We focus on these other small, fulfilling things of materialism, which I am totally guilty of that at times, too. It's nothing like a little retail therapy. Uh, I'm actually not a retail therapy person. I'm totally a get-my-nails-done therapy person. (laughs) But the same concept, where those things really aren't fulfilling us. While climbing a mountain, for him... To gain the victory. Because the only victory, the only way the mountain is ever going to be defeated is by Jesus. That cannot be defeated by us. And there's only one thing we must do in all of it. And it seems so simple, but I can tell you that it's not. And and I'm sure those of you who have walked your faith journey for more than just even a year or maybe even just more than a month can even say that the only thing we must do is also the hardest thing we must do, which is praise him through all of it. Because sometimes we're mad at him and that's okay. It's okay to have that emotion, but you still rise above and praise him through your action. So in Acts 16, 25 and 20 through 26, it talks about, well, I'll just read it to you. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundation of the prison 
were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. That's Acts 16, 25 through 26. A lot of times, instead of focusing on the problem, we have to focus on the good that we have and that it truly all does come from Jesus. Now, I had another story picked out to share, but I'm just going to focus on Joanna's, like, it's Joanna's story, but it's actually just my story. It has nothing to do, it has nothing to do personally with her, it just was around her. But a lot of times, instead of focusing on the problem... We have to focus on the good that's come of it, or what the Lord is trying to make come of this mountain. So this mountain that I climbed, and praise Jesus, it has been defeated. He defeated that in July, when our adoption was finalized. I realized that sometimes we climb a mountain because... It's for someone else. That's how I view it sometimes. Though it was my mountain to climb to, the things that I learned in this, in the grace and perseverance and trust um, in the Lord that I grew in over that six months, has completely transformed my faith. Um, I don't think I ever wanted something so badly in my life than for Joe's adoption to be finalized because it's just a very scary um, thing when you've had this infant for 10 months and then you go to this court hearing where you think she's legally going to become yours on paper, Have finally have the same last name as you, You're the only people that she has known, and it doesn't happen. And to know, like, not know the law (laughs) in the sense of how the system works and every state is different and, um, yeah, all of those things, it just, it got scary really fast to think that they... They, as in, like, the state of Indiana, could take her away from us type of thing. So, I say that we have to focus on Jesus and how good he's been to us. Because what I did during that time, um, which is really cool how the Lord did it. So, like, how he even aligned this to happen, like, I feel like he prepared me to have all the notes I needed to get through that um, dark season after. So leading up to January 11th of last year, we were having a big celebration party that evening after it was all finalized, supposed to be finalized. We were having a big celebration because people couldn't see Joe on social media, um, Like, a lot of our family hadn't met her because we moved away. All of those things. So, we had this big party. And one part of the, like, party that we had set up was um, there were these stories of Joe's adoption. And just, like, how the Lord had 
confirmed over and over again her story and how she even got placed into our family and how other people had confirmed it and knew that we were going to get her or even just all these confirmations along her journey to get to us, all of those things. I had written out for each to sit at each table. And over the next months ahead, that is what I held on to. I held on to the Lord will see this through because he doesn't just show all of these signs. He doesn't give this much confirmation in something to not see it through. So instead, I praised him for all these confirmations and for him to accomplish and defeat this mountain. Um, It was not easy. I spent a lot, a lot of time. Um, I don't think I've ever prayed more on my knees in a season, literally, um, than then. And um, even tonight, before recording this, um, I spent some time in prayer specifically for you. Um, And I say you because I literally was saying just whoever is listening to this podcast. So I'm speaking directly to you that I have covered you in prayer when hearing this, whatever mountain that you're climbing, that you tell Jesus to take over. Jesus says that he meets you where you are. You don't have to go to him. He meets you where you are. Ask him to come to where you are and start climbing this mountain. That's what Jason and I had to do last January. I mean, in today, super long season of fasting and praying. Um, Thankfully, like I said in another podcast, I had a friend who we were in this season together. um, Literally from January when that happened with us and then Ours got finalized in July, and then hers got finalized, her adoption got finalized in October, but we were on this journey together the entire time, or September, October, hers got finalized, and that was a long season of prayer and fasting for one thing, but the Lord had already given so much confirmation that we knew he was going to fulfill what he had already said before and it was just time for us to continue to praise him for what he's done for for Joe praise him for Joe praise him that she overcame every health complication that was supposed to be given to her statistically now there 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 could be um something down the road that we might um like a learning disability of some sort like something like that could still happen but overall a baby who went through withdrawal, the extent that she did, and she has nothing wrong with her. There is no health flaw to her. Praise Jesus, and he's the one that has seen that through. So praising him, even for those, those things along this. Because think about, in January, having more health complications come up plus a court case. Like, I can't even imagine what that would have been like. So, 
going back and do Jesus climbing, defeating this mountain and these hills for you, I want to talk about this whole imagery that you get as you climb up the mountain. It's hard work. As you climb up your mountain, you you kind of like get your gear on. And if you're a real mountain climber, you would get all of this gear on and you you would truly like set out for this to overcome with Jesus. Like you would just, you would have this mindset that this is what's happening. So almost like this like step back imagery of, okay, these things are happening to me and I cannot control them. They're out of my control. I might make a situation worse or better, but ultimately these things are out of my control. And as you climb this mountain, there are moments where you take a break and you'll get some water and you're refreshed. Or you might have a spot or a ledge where you can rest. There are going to be those seasons on the on your climb. There are going to be those moments where like a day you're just like, oh, I'm at peace today. Or a week, like I'm at just at a peace and I'm so thankful. You're going to have those moments in this, in this season. But ultimately I want... As you imagine and you see this imagery, that God is meeting you where you are. And as you only climb closer to Jesus and you praise Jesus, you're only climbing up your mountain straight, but you're also only going closer to the Lord as you go up. Now, if you try to go around the mountain, you don't get closer to Him technically. If you're imagery wise but because you climb straight up you look fear in the eye you look evil in the eye you look all those things in the eye and you just say I choose Jesus and I'm going to praise him in this whole freaking mountain and you, you get closer to him instantly During that super dark season, and I say it's a dark season because I entered a season of depression that I had never experienced before in my life. Um, I I don't feel like I've ever really struggled with depression until our adoption came into play. Um, And in January, I entered just a really dark season. But I say it's dark because I had dealt with emotions that I had never dealt with or feelings that I had never felt before. But it was also the closest I feel like I've ever been to Jesus too. Because I don't think I would have, I know, I wouldn't have survived that without him. Especially with the heart that I had still for our birth family, the grace, the love, like, my gratefulness and thankfulness, I would not have that if it wasn't for Jesus and if it wasn't for him being in the midst of that dark mountain. On mountains, I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to do the quote-unquote easy thing. One of these examples is during the... um, our transition even to Sioux Falls, there were multiple times 
that I absolutely hated living here. Not now. Not, definitely not since probably um, March, I would say, when I got connected into a, um, a workout group. Literally, I feel like after joining this workout group is truly when I stopped hating living in Sioux Falls. So before then, the first nine months, 10 months of living, 11 months of living here, I almost went back to Indiana three different times, truly on three different occasions, to the point where um, I had called a friend and asked her if she would fly here and drive back with me and the kids. And like that, it was extensive that I just didn't want to be here anymore. But I know that I only felt that way because deep in my heart, I knew that God's plan for was for us to be here. It made sense with Joanna's things, um, the health, um, like the doctors that she needed, the specialized therapy that she needed, all of these things um, she would not have had in the city that we are from. She wouldn't have had those things. But I can tell you, during those moments, I wanted nothing more than to take the easy way out and go be with family for a few months to help me until, like, Joanna was, like, 18 months. So, until, like, where she is now. Because having three kids, three and under, while one is going through withdrawals, <laughs> is one of the hardest things. And I always laugh about it now. Because I always joke when I tell people that I have three kids within three years, I always add it's not recommended. <laughs> but the truth is, I feel like looking back, Jason and I, there was a pivotal moment to have this big decision, but it was Jason. It wasn't necessarily what my heart was like at conflict over. And so when I think about it, it was always just like a no brainer to have Joe. no-brainer to have her like she was truly from the from the Lord and if that part didn't have wouldn't have come easy I always wonder if this mountain what would that have been like because I was so in love with Joanna before I ever met her. And I never even saw an ultrasound of her before she was born. I had never felt her move on our birth mom's belly. I had never seen her move. Um, I had never been to a baby appointment. I had never heard a heartbeat. But I can tell you, I was madly in love with this little girl. I had no idea other than I knew that she was from the Lord. And I can tell you that growing closer to Jesus and that little girl are worth every single step of that mountain that the Lord and I climbed together and that he ultimately defeated. So the big picture is God promises to make a way. When I chose 
and I, I don't say this like boastfully, like I chose to do this. Y'all, if it was not for Rhett, and if it was not for the Lord speaking so clearly and in my face, I would have missed all of these things. There was just no denying that this is what was supposed to do. If God promises to make a way. So in Isaiah 45, 2, it states that I myself will prepare your way. I want to say this is mistyped and I'm going to look it up because it's bothering me, but leaving the mountains and the hills, I will break down bronze gates and smash their iron bars. So what the Lord is saying is no matter what hill, what mountain, how big, how small, I love that he uses even the word hills because it makes it even seem like, oh, it's just a bump. It's just a bump in the road. So no matter how big, how small, He's going to break it down. He's going to smash it. He's going to overcome it. I myself will prepare a way. He's not going to cast down someone else to do his job. He is ultimately going to do it. And so I love that because he already was preparing a way and he let us know before, even when it seemed like it was crumbling down. And what he was doing is this is truly what he was doing now. A year later, I can see this. But what he was doing was that mountain, he was tearing down the birth family mountain. I just couldn't see it because I was still climbing mine. But that that area and space in between where we got to meet and we, um, there's this like genuine relationship with them and authentic, it's not fake, and gratefulness and thankfulness with them. That wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for that mountain that I had to climb with the Lord. And it wouldn't have existed if he didn't break down that mountain for them either. And he did both. So this is why and where both we choose to praise Jesus and we choose to keep our focus only on Jesus and not our issues. And this comes in the little things too. We're talking about your finances or even down to one of your kids' behaviors. So I say that because um, one of my kiddos is just a lot more strong-willed, loud, a little more expressive and energetic, always on the go than any, any of the other ones and sometimes I can get so frustrated in the moment because it never stops but I also catch myself seeing this child of God and in these moments where I'm like this child is without a doubt the Lord's because that amount of energy can only be used to praise him. And it's really cute and really funny. I posted this on Facebook, but my kids absolutely love praising the Lord. Um, they, They do understand it to an extent. We're constantly teaching them about it um, in an act of worship uh, with music, 
But this is where we truly get to praise Jesus. And I thank Jesus and praise Jesus for my kiddos, even on the hard days. Even on the days where one of them wakes up at 2 a.m. and then never goes back to bed until nap time or even on the small little heart issues, the Lord cares. The small issue at work when a coworker said something not so nice or you may have taken it wrong or or when that family member just doesn't get the boundary or doesn't even understand how they word something to you, how detrimental it is. Just keep your focus on Jesus. Show whoever around you that you're praising Jesus. And I say show that. And show that through your actions. You're not out to be revengeful. That you're not out to do harm. You're only out to praise Jesus. And show his works through your actions. So that's really all I have. I feel like this week was a hard week for me to find something to speak about that wasn't over this topic for me on a on a personal level. And I even hesitated sharing it just because um, it's still kind of a wound for me. Obviously, it's like the first year of reliving it. But it's also what I like and what I felt and still feel the Lord has called me to share is just like the real life struggles in the way that I have overcome some of them or the way I should say that he has overcome them. So again, just thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, that you've heard. This is the seventh podcast now. And I feel like there are definitely a few of you that reach out every single week and just tell me what it meant to you or how it helped you or different things. I love hearing stories like that. So if it resonated with you in any way, please reach out and just let me know. I'm going to continue to pray. Um, that he is the one who controls your mountain and that he ultimately defeats that and gets all the glory and the victory for it. Also, it is still a fasting week for our family, and I feel like a lot has gone on. Um, I've seen some major spiritual warfare in our family, and I, while I literally hate it, I also know that that can only mean the Lord is moving. Um, If the devil is moving, the Lord is moving more. And so I already claim victory in Jesus, and I claim that over you too. And so just again, thank you guys. Like, share, comment, all of those fun things. Subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening to. And I will be with you guys next week. Bye.